What's good, family? Welcome back to another episode on Hey Man, Say Man Radio. And I'm your host, as always, DJ Magistus. I know it's been a long time coming. Uh, I've been away for a few months trying to take care of some business and level up and do my thing out here. I appreciate y'all for sticking around and really still staying down with me, you know, listening to my episodes and continuing to spread the word about the show. I really appreciate that, y'all, for real, for real. And as you know, this show is sponsored by Heavy D's Mobile Laundry. Now, Heavy D's Mobile Laundry, not only do they do clothes, they do linen, they do everything that you can think of. It's a one-stop shop for your laundry needs. So if you want your laundry clean, your linens clean for your event, your capes clean for your barbershop, your beauty shop, whatever it is that you need, you need to head over to Instagram or Facebook and hit up Heavy D's Mobile Laundry. And on Instagram, that's Heavy D's ML19. So make sure y'all go over there and get them some get them some love and show them some support because they are the best mobile laundry company in Texas. So make sure y'all support that. Now, I really, 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 like I said, appreciate y'all for sticking around. I know it's been a little, a little while coming, but I'm back now. And this is episode number seven. So on today's episode, what we're going to discuss is... I know there's a lot of things that have been going on first off. There's been the vaccines going on. There's still black people getting killed by the police, of course. Um, which, which is sad to say. And then we have new narratives out here that we have to that we have to understand. And I really want to discuss and get down to the bottom of. The first one that I want to discuss is this whole movement towards the stop the Asian hate. Now, I believe us as black people or foundational black Americans or whatever we you want to call yourself, us the indigenous people, I, the melanated people, I believe that the problem that we have is the stop the Asian hate doesn't apply to us because we're not going around just hurting Asian people. Asian people have been in our community for so long that you would go into some hoods that that we live in and shit. You walk in there, they calling the the Chinese lady mom and the 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 Chinese man pop. It's a mom and pop shop. That's how long they've been in their community. Let's travel back a little bit, cause you know on this show we like to travel back a little bit. If you go back to when we were so-called freed from slavery, at that time we could not buy from white-owned grocery stores or white-owned anything unless we were working so if you were a woman and you wanted to if you're a woman back in the day and you wanted to go to the grocery store if you did go to a white-owned store they would mark the prices up so high that you could barely get anything out of it because they really didn't want your business now at the same time you have the railroad being built which black people started building that they started allowing immigrants to come over here from china when you have these people coming over from China, they're coming over to work on the railroad. They were supposed to work on the railroad and go back home. Because, you know, America loves to exploit people. So once they realize when they got here that, hey, we don't have to work on the railroad, they start to figure out, well, look, we're not making enough money working on this this goddamn railroad. Let's call back home, send letters back home to China and get them to send us resources they were able to call back well in that in that day they were able to write back to their home to call on their people 
to send them resources. And what did they do with those resources? They started to build stores. They took their money and built grocery stores and, and all of these different places that you see now. And what they would do is they would, since they couldn't go into the white neighborhoods either, they would put stores in the black neighborhoods and they began to sell to us because we weren't allowed to go into the white neighborhoods. And this is the 1830s, 40s, 50s. This is on to when we're completely out of slavery. And they capitalized off our pain. I'm pretty sure a lot of them didn't hire us. There was no Asian movement to help out the freed, emancipated slaves, so-called emancipated slaves. All they did was just exploit us just like white supremacy was exploiting them. So then now you, you move on. You got now you got the nail salon in the black neighborhood. You got the liquor store in the black neighborhood. You got the Chinese restaurant in the black neighborhood. You got the burger stand in the black neighborhood. You got the corner store in the black neighborhood. All of that in the beginning, Asian owned. And when we would patronize their businesses, they would treat us like dog shit. I'm talking about watch us from the minute that we come in the door because they realize the same hate that white supremacy has for us. If we inflict that on the Negro, so-called Negro, black man, black person or whatever, we could oppress them, too, because we can treat them like shit. But where else are they going to go? Because when they go to the white neighborhood, they're going to be harassed. They're going to be looked at as if you ain't supposed to be there. You're going to be treated like shit. So why not? I mean, they realize black women love getting their hair done. Black women love getting their nails done. So they create those places where we have no other choice but to go to them. Okay, black women only want black women doing their hair. Well, we'll sell them the supplies we'll do their nails all of our we'll go and get the knockoff brand of everything and bring it over here so everybody in the hood could be wearing what they think is gucci what they think is this and that but it's not actually that i mean let's go a little bit deeper when you go into our neighborhoods especially these asian owned spots we'll talk about the the indian or arab owned stores in a second but the the asian owned stores you start to see a lot of things in there that are degrading. Why is it that when you go into the beauty supply store, they have bandana print clothing? Now, us knowing as black people, as melanated people, that the history of our interactions with Asians, that we would actually go in the store and purchase bandana print gear from them us knowing what it means and them knowing what it means if you go back to the 90s in LA when I believe her name is Latasha I can't remember her last name right now but you can look it up in LA that was a a young black girl who went into the store the lady uh, the, the Asian lady accused her of stealing and shot her dead and was able to get off. That's just one example. You can go on YouTube right now and look up black women getting beat up in nail salons. 
that was a video of an Asian owner of a restaurant smacked one of his black employees. And they feel justified in it. Because when they're in our neighborhood, our, our dumbass people out here calling them mom and pop. That's not your mother and father. You the mother and father of them. Do your history. Learn something once in a while. It'll help you out. But as soon as this movement starts, all of a sudden, every all the black people and black celebrities have stopped the Asian hate. We need to stop this. We need to stop that. When they've never put their resources together and gave us shit, nothing. Because black people, we don't have Africa to reach back to. Because we're so many hundreds of years away from that. We've set shit right here. And we have resources that we can put together right here. We don't need to unify with other people to get the job done. Why is it that when everybody, every other culture or race starts a movement, we all of a sudden got to be a part of it? But let me blow your mind real quick. All of the laws that immigrants get, that's including the Africans that come here. That's including the um, Arabs that come here, the Asians that come here, the Hispanics that come here. Black people fought and died, was hung, ran over, split apart broken from their families and fought and died for it just to have just to have it up in conversation you got to understand that what we've been through in this country there were laws made to ban us from doing a lot of shit that everybody else was able to come over here and capitalize off of and look at us like we need to pick up our bootstraps but we so quick to join their movement they don't join ours just because people say black lives matter don't mean shit black lives matter is a whole nother entity that a lot of us shouldn't even be a fucking part of because we shouldn't be telling white supremacy that we matter we shouldn't be telling the government that we matter or as I should say, a false sense of white supremacy. And as I say that, no, I'm not against white people. I'm against white supremacy and oppression of my people because I understand my eyes are open. I'm not going to be quick to join into an organization that when I walk in the store with my children, you looking at us as if we're criminals. You already think that we're criminals. When you go to their country, they, they use blackface. They see you as King Kong. A lot of us don't recognize that and realize that because we get so caught up in trying to be a part of something because you got an Asian homeboy or Asian boyfriend or you got an Asian girlfriend. Everybody wants somebody foreign. Man, black folk, the most foreign as you can get. The first on this planet, do your research. I'm just giving you everything from my perspective. If we if we follow the stop the Asian hate movement, we still getting killed by the police. Look at Dante Wright. And they say, oh, well, he shouldn't have did this. He shouldn't have did that in a traffic stop or anything like that. Police are trained to deal with those kinds of things. They're supposed to know your gun is your last resort. What the fuck could he have done? They already had him already. She pulled out her gun and shot him on purpose. Just like Botham Jean was killed on purpose. Just like George Floyd was killed on purpose. We watch the news and we watch CNN and we let all them set these narratives. So now the narrative is 
stop the Asian hate. And a lot of people went, you know, and voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Well, black people, how you feel? Not only did Joe Biden talk shit to Al Sharpton and all them other fraudulent motherfuckers that was in the room with him. He basically showing us in our face he's still the same Dixiecrat president that he, uh, that's Dixiecrat politician that he started out as. I mean, what can we expect from somebody who befriended people like George Wallace? If you don't know about George Wallace, not the comedian. Go back and look at George Wallace's history. Look at the people who taught Joe Biden. He come right in our face and he tells us, oh, we're going to do this for the Asians. And yeah, my black president look like me and all this other shit. She right along with him because she claimed that too. Why is it that we always hop on board with other people and in their movements, but they never do shit for us. They don't bring their resources together and say, hey, black people, look, we gonna offer y'all this. And we see, even though we not looking for handouts, but they've never came to reach back because you gotta understand, we are, we got in this country right here. When I say unify, I mean, we need to unify our fucking resources. That ain't divisive. That's real. Us as foundational black people, we need to pull our resources together because we all got them in some kind of way. We get no respect when we walk into their restaurants. We want some general chicken. We want some low main, chow main, egg roll, everything. But say, man, when you go up in there, they treat you like shit. They feel as if they can talk to you any kind of way. They'll fuck over your food. And let's be honest. Sometimes we don't even know if it's actually chicken. Because it's rare that you go to Timmy Chan or any of your local hood Chinese spots and see other Asians eating it. I've never seen it. I've never walked in Timmy Chan's and seen an Asian family in there eating them some goddamn shrimp fried rice. I haven't. Maybe the the more fancier Asian restaurants, maybe so. You you go and you patronize Benny Hunters and all these other places. These people don't give a shit about you. And and that's even with the the Arab community, the Arab, their whole movement. People want to call them brother. You you know you become a Muslim and you you end up wearing their garments. You wearing these long, whatever you call them, jalabib, whatever it's called. You got the head wrap on. So now you looking like you over there. None of that shit is in touch with who we are right here. Cause just like when we were slaves and the white slave master prayed to Jesus and we was praying to Jesus, them same Arab slave owners was praying to our Lord just like we was praying to our Lord when we talked shit to them. We have to be smart in our understanding and quit being so quick to join other people. You walk into an Arab owned store, that's whether a gas station, a beauty supply store, a laundry mat, whatever it is. They don't treat you as equal. For the people that's on TikTok, 
I'm sure I'm not on TikTok, but I've seen a lot of these videos pop up on different social media sites where you got these either Asian or you got these Arab guys behind the counter. And they they they're taunting black people. They saying fucked up shit to them. They calling them bitches and all that from behind the glass trying to get a reaction. That's the type of shit that we have to deal with in our neighborhood. They got these ski masks that they selling to our kids in the stores and acting as if it's cool. But black people so quick to join their movement. Why? It does nothing for us. It don't do shit for us. At all. So we go back to the time where it was slavery and once we were so-called emancipated from slavery and these people came into our communities we started to entrust them and welcome them in calling them mom and pop and you got your, your little spots that you go and deal with and get the asian food you're empowering their community they take your money they go back and put their kids through college you can't even get your kid through college you gotta struggle and hustle but when you get hungry you going back and get that two-piece with fried rice and an egg roll they come pull up in your neighborhood in a brand new fucking BMW. And you trying to pay the car note on your Camry. But you done paid, you done paid they shit off. Cause you come there so often. And you'll see as you get older, that same spot start to be become owned by their children. Yeah, they will hire you, but they will never give you the resources. The Asian community owns the hair game. They got the hair game on lock. A lot of them got plugs that black people, when we want to get off into the hair game, we have to go to them because a lot of them not going to drop the codes to you. And if the codes are dropped, once they know that you in the business, they'll go to other suppliers and they'll raise the prices up on you just to keep you out because they know what that kind of wealth would bring. So they would rather make money off us. So when the whole Black Lives Matter movement going, you see all these Asian people in, in China and in Japan and Korea, all these places, they holding up Black Lives Matter signs. But when this whole coronavirus started in China, they were kicking African people out of their homes, American black people out of their homes, putting them out. That's ridiculous to me. We have to stop trying to jump on the bandwagon and be a part of everybody. We need to stop the anti-black racism because they they continuing to kill us. It is all a part of the plan. Regardless if you a billionaire, millionaire, thousandaire, you broke as fuck. The plan is still in play. We got to watch our back and watch the way that we move because it's applying a, a plan to annihilate us. Whether that's through our food, whether that's through these false ass movements, we'll be out there, we'll be out there protesting, stop the Asian hate, and they'll kill every black person out there, and all the Asians will live. And see how many of them come and fight for us. And this is no disrespect to anybody that's listening to me from a country, an Asian country, or anything like that. This is from the perspective of a black American who live here, who from here, who bred here, who lineage is here. My great ancestor freed his family from slavery. I come from that. That's why I feel so passionate about telling my people these things. 
I'm a student of life just like everybody else. I'm not perfect. A lot of these things that I didn't know. No, I've never walked around and called Asian people mom and pop because that's not something that I was taught growing up. That's not something that we did. I could see how they treated us when we were children. So I didn't want to be a part of that shit. That's not something that I wanted to do. I understood that part at an early age. I mean, I grew up in the 90s. I watched movies like Malcolm X. As a kid, that shit woke me up. And I learned that if it's not about us, then it ain't about shit because everybody else's movement do not move us. It don't. It it, it keeps us in the same space. If we've been dealing with these people since the 1800s and they've done nothing to help us, but whenever we talk about what we've been through, you'll get Japanese people saying, oh, we were in concentration camps. And I understand that is fucked up and it's not right. It's not, you should never put, nobody belongs in a concentration camp. That come, people who made that kind of shit up have a cave behavior. And I'm going to do a show on cave behavior. Are we coming back hot, baby? We ain't holding no punches back on Hey Man, Say Man Radio. We have to cut that bullshit out. These these Asian countries don't represent us. We bow off into their shit and they give us nothing in return. So them being in concentration camps is fucked up, but it's not the same as chattel slavery. It's not the it's not the same as antebellum slavery. When you oppress a people for over hundreds of fucking years, where were the Asians at when we was enslaved? Where were they? Where were the Asians at when we had to fight off these white Vikings and these white Visigoths and all these other people? Where the fuck were they? Where the fuck were they when Christopher Columbus got his ass off the boat? We always had to do for us. We They got to hold their own nuts just like they, we always been told to hold our own. All these black people been getting killed. You don't see no Asians out here standing up for us. They sitting in the background. Look at look at one of the officers. Look at the officer that was there with George Floyd died. The Asian guy. You think he gave a fuck? Asians know this shit happened, but they don't speak up on it. Uh, uh Ben Baller, the the jeweler, he spoke up on it. But of course, I mean, I feel totally different because a lot of people speak up on shit just to keep your business. Because throughout their life and throughout their years, they know how to deal with niggas. They know you're going to keep coming back to get your nail done, get your egg roll, or whatever the fuck it is that they offering you. They know that. They post up in the hood because they know where the money at. That's where the money is. I'm a business owner. Trust me. I've made money in the hood. Legally, it is money in the hood. But a lot of us don't have the resources. A lot of us don't have the mentality. Because when 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 you're trying to do business with others, you got to understand yourself and understand your culture and understand where you come from and where you stand. Because there's a lot of stereotypical things that are said about us that these people don't mind doing. Perfect example. 
since we talking about it. You got Asians out here that say nigga. You got Asian rappers out here saying nigga. Everything that when when you when you see an Asian that feels like they can relate to us, what do they say? Oh, I grew up in the bad neighborhood too. So growing up in the bad neighborhood in the ghetto is just synonymous with being black, right? Oh, you know, my dad left too. So being black is synonymous with I having a daddy. That just means you automatically black. Or people judge me because I'm Asian. That's two totally different fucking things because you still have power within your people. We have to come to understand that shit. It's, it's, it's crazy that a lot of us try to give warnings before the election. And people were saying, oh, you want to be a Trump supporter or nigga, what you know about politics and nigga, you barely graduated high school or nigga, you don't know government or whatever somebody was saying to you. Mostly people were saying to me that I didn't know government, but government history, all of that shit was my favorite subject in high school. So I don't know or school period. So I don't know how you could say that, but we'll go with that narrative. But as you can see, a lot of shit that we were talking about is the truth. Kamala Harris said, no, I'm not just going to do anything for black people. Not specifically, but they're doing something specifically for Asian people. They do something specifically for LGBT. And even if we are part of shit like the LGBT, the black, the black gay and lesbian is not getting treated the same as the white as the white side of it so if we not black first then it don't mean shit it don't but that's just one subject that I wanted to touch on because I mean I feel like that's our future that's the future that we're gonna have to be faced with that other other race are gonna come in here, other cultures are gonna come in here, and we're gonna be forced to be at the bottom. At the very bottom. And you you have to watch out for them motherfuckers that's coming to you and being like, I know what you feel like because X, Y, and Z, and X, Y, and Z is always some bad shit. It's never nothing good. We gotta make up our minds what side we gonna be on cause when at the end of the day when everything finishes off all we got is us quit using quit letting social media penetrate your fucking mind and program you to jump on everything that's popping if it ain't about stopping the anti-black racism it don't mean shit cause we steady getting fucking killed we steady getting shorted if they not killing us in the street they killing us in the hospital they killing us by the food and all the way down the line. Okay, now I want to speak about this vaccine for a second. Now, I'm not against anybody who's when and got the vaccine. I understand that everybody has choices to make. And I don't feel like everybody should broadcast 
if they got the if they got the vaccine or not. That's really not everybody's business because if you had a venereal disease and you need to go get a penicillin shot or whatever the fuck it is that you need, you're not gonna broadcast that on fucking Facebook and Instagram and walk around with it as a badge of honor. We gotta understand that vaccines have been used on us for so fucking long. Look at the experiments that they used to do on the slaves. Check that out. It still goes back to that. Everything goes back to the beginning of the experiments that they used to do on us. They used to eat black people. Literally. So we're always the guinea pig. We know about the Tuskegee experiment. We know about other experiments where they would where they would do shit to black people. If you don't believe that that shit can be done to us and people do evil shit to us, we all know about George Washington Carver. People talk about George Washington Carver because he had a real life voice. Besides his inventions and his genius, he had a real life voice. Well, one of the reasons why he had a real life voice is because they cut his nuts off. Because they didn't want him to be to have sex with any white women. They go ahead and do their own little genetic experiments on you. So it wouldn't surprise me that a Johnson & Johnson vaccine, this same company that has been sued for a lot of their products, will fuck people up. I mean, come on, y'all. Let's be serious. We all know the vaccine ain't been around that long. We all know this. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to. There's a lot of information out there for you to check out what's real and what's not. But all I'm going to say is black people, whether you got the shot or not, the plan is still in play. We have to watch and understand what they're trying to do to us out here. Yeah, some things are not a conspiracy. Some things are just what they are. But it's always a, a hidden a hidden plot somewhere. I got an episode called Hidden Agenda. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. That's always a hidden plot, a hidden plan somewhere. That we got to be careful of. So please, black people, melanated people, foundational black people, please be careful. And do your research. Don't try to be a fucking know-it-all and think you know it all because Dr. Fauci said this or such and such said this or this YouTuber said that. Man, go and do your own fucking research and understand what you're dealing with out here. Go as far as you can because the decision is yours. The decision is completely up to you. Don't let nobody else make it for you. Pay attention to what the fuck they doing. Don't let the fear porn that everybody jacking around out here put you in a fucked up place. A person that you can look at, I like that Rizza Islam actually went to the CDC and got to talking to people. Actually had real doctors up there giving their insight on what's going on. Because if we know anything about the medical field, we know that since the beginning, it's been set up against black people. Even though we were the first doctors and surgeons and all of that shit. The medicine, the herbologists and all of that shit. All these holistic doctors, that's what we were. And we didn't experiment on each other. Everything that we used came from nature. To understand these vaccines, you need to look up people like John D. Rockefeller and look at what he did with medicine and petroleum. 
And when he found out what it was doing to people, he created the foundation that's supposed to help cure you. So you got an evil out there that's dealing with the sickness and supposed to be getting you healthy. Bill Gates has money invested into these vaccines. Bill Gates just bought a big ass farm. Why? He has money in Monsanto. If you go and look up Monsanto, Monsanto owns damn near everything that we eat. When you think you eating vegan, when you think you eating non-GMO, you still eating the same shit. The plan is still in play. Sicknesses lie dormant. So when you out here feeling better than everybody because you had a salad this morning, you got the same shit growing out the same ground that that fucking shit, them french fries that they eating, got the same shit in it. You don't control it. We don't control the vaccine. We don't know exactly where the vaccine came from. Nobody looked like us came into our community and broke it down to us like, look, y'all, I was there. Look, this is what we got. This is where it came from. It can be tested. We don't know none of that shit. We trust in the same people. The exact same people who experimented on us before. Y'all got to remember that crack was an experiment. Housing, public housing was an experiment. Projects, that's an experiment. When they decide to experiment on us and destroy our community, now we fighting, oh, you ain't got the vaccine, or you don't you don't want to be healthy, and this and that, or you got it, you a follower, and this and that. Now we fight amongst each other when none of us own or know where any of this bullshit come from everything that we know and everything that we hear come from out of white doctor mouth or Arab doctor mouth you don't know what the fuck it come from so you have a right to question something that you putting in your body but just like voting you damn sure don't have a right to judge people who decided to go and do some more fucking research let's grow up here let's stop looking at everything for what they say it is and let's look into it for real they always experiment You have to understand the system of white supremacy that we in. A false sense of white supremacy because they're not supreme. Nobody's more supreme than the universe. Nobody more supreme than our ancestors, than my ancestors. I don't know about yours or how you feel or how you view life. Because I'm not perfect. I see things the way that I see them. Some may agree, some may disagree. I learn new things and I apply them to life. I'm not perfect. I'm giving you my perspective. And my perspective is this vaccine has some cons to it. Why in the fuck? If you get injured, you can't sue nobody for vaccine injury. What them people supposed to do that got injured by the Johnson and Johnson vaccine? They just fucked. Did the Johnson and Johnson vaccine actually expose what was supposed to lie dormant in our systems from the other shit? Because how is it that these companies, Pfizer and the other people, how, how is it that all of them got the same damn vaccine? Would they, would they add a little salt in their shit? This one got a little pepper in it? Real talk. Hey, man, y'all better start paying attention to what the fuck going on out here. 
We on the video making the TikToks. Niggas out here trying to eye shine each other. Man, we need to be out here trying to control the fucking narrative. Look at how society is doing. Let's speak on this. You know, the whole little Nas X thing. Yeah, I know a lot of people forgot about that. That's why I didn't make a complete show about it. I wanted to wait till after the hype was over with. Because you know how quickly we forget shit and we be so accepting of shit. The way that he willingly would stand on TV and embarrass the fuck out of the culture. With his antics that do nothing but help. He say, oh, I made a song about drinking lean and all that other shit and y'all let y'all kids listen to it but this the same nigga that was on Sesame Street he will create these Satan shoes to get attention because he know majority of Americans especially black folk are Christian or Baptists so of course you know he knew he was gonna be the topic of sermons and videos and all this other bull in the half ass shit that niggas going and record that really don't even matter majority of you will see Satan when you look in the goddamn mirror you just don't pay attention a lot of you need to go back and understand who Satan is where it come from and what the fuck it means because you allowing these things to to let you emotionally react while they where they making black men look like fucking fools on TV. We sit out here trying to outshine each other. We need to really pay attention to what the plot is. Because if you think about it, when that shit is taught to our children and put into their psyche, it's made to be normal. Now, I'm not saying that gay people are not normal. I mean, that shit been around for a long time. And to be honest, behind closed doors, a lot of people that you look up to and that you like are homosexual or have been involved in homosexual shit. So that's not my point. Even though I have my own reservations of what I believe and how I feel. But at the end of the day, when we look on TV and we see that they putting a lot of our men in dresses, they, they, they doing certain feminine shit to get roles in movies. But then they turn around and kill a black man. So you got to think about it both ways. They killing us in many different ways. They kill us spiritually. They break our manhood down. Then they take us from our family. That's what you see happening. You can look on TV. We've emasculated you. You're not as strong. You're not as powerful. You're not masculine anymore. We've lowered you down to putting on a dress, acting feminine. You got your mama dress on. You got your sister pumps on. You on TV twerking it just like you a woman. But the ones that are stand up, strong, masculine, black men, strong black men, they kill us. Or they find ways to lock us up. They turn the black woman against us. You know, child support domestic violence when a lot of women are violent especially emotionally mentally a woman will use the fuck out of you and you don't even know it. you've been getting abused the whole time but the narrative out there is that that's who we are 
we have to look and see what the fuck is going on. They killing our, they killing our kind, and we killing our kind. And I, and I know, and I'm gonna speak on that again. I know a lot of niggas don't like that. I know this climate that we in. Everybody want to be politically correct, and everybody want to say, oh. Black people killing each other is not the big problem. I'm going to say this shit again. And I don't care if you don't like it. When we kill each other, if we're a community and you committing acts of violence, completely annihilating your own kind, you're a fucking terrorist. We all argue. We all get upset. We all get angry. Yeah, they're a lying nigga, snitch nigga, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But at one point, that shit gonna die. Because we still dying. Or we getting forgot about it. Rest in peace, DMX. Y'all remember when DMX was on Iyanla Van Zandt and him and his son was going through it? All you motherfuckers was making videos laughing at him. Uh, yes, of course, he had a big fucking fan base. We had a lot of people out there spreading fucking hate on his name. And now that he gone, all of a sudden, everybody care now. It's all good now. One of the realest rappers to ever touch a microphone, to be so humble, to be down with his people, to be himself. We need more raised up like that than you little niggas with these little trinket, clickety-clank-ass jewelry. And fake ass lifestyle. Why you doing that? They putting out women on TV butt ass naked. Completely naked. And now that seem as the norm. When we deal with each other, it's got to be sexualized. Now there's nothing wrong. Of course, our beautiful black women have beautiful bodies of all kinds and shapes. But it's the way that we do shit. And a lot of us don't really care about how we carry ourselves and we try to make excuses for it ain't no excuse for that shit we be damn near naked out here in these streets niggas with their pants all the way off their ass in 2021 that shit gonna have to die because we not controlling the fucking narrative we too scared we too scared to say things like white supremacy because we don't want white people to feel bad but do they feel bad when we getting gunned down in the fucking street no they bring you some false fbi percentage of black people killing each other that shit ain't true those false reports they quote you some shit off of fbi website or some bullshit ass google website they done googled up real quick or looked up a picture anti-black racism is real i suggest you read the isis papers by dr francis chris wilson dr francis chris wilson the isis papers she talks about white genetic annihilation and the reason why a lot of these things happen to our people where they want to put us in dresses they put our children in special education they do all of these things to tear us down because they know genetically they're about to be annihilated by 2040 that's facts that's not biased you can look it up you can go google it you can do hell joe biden said it 
If you go back to the video when Joe Biden was talking to these so-called black leaders, he told them that by the year 2040, we need to get with the Mexicans because that's how that's going. It's not it, white people going to be literally, which they really are on this planet. They're going to be the minority in this country. They're trying to save that and keep us down so that because if we become the most the most popping shit in this country, y'all know what we going to do to it. I really don't want to give us reparations which is owed to us and since we speaking real talk I mean you got T.I. under fire for something that he did now I'm not going to sit here and try to defend him because I don't know what it is if it's true if it's not true or whatever it is but what I do know is a lot of this stuff came about after he started talking about the Lloyds of London. If you don't know who the Lloyds of London are, you should go look them up. They owe us reparations too. Highly involved in the slave trade. So when we speak out against things and we looking for our money, we looking for shit that they owe us. They don't want to give it to us. All we get is a gun in our fucking back, a gun in our face, a pistol shot at us. But we got time to be looking at this little dumbass nigga on TV who want to be seen. So he go twerk on the devil and get in all these weird ass positions with other men. And we looking at that shit. It's a way that you do things. And that's not the way that you do it. Because if we start having sex all on the internet, everything get fucking censored. It's 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 hard being straight in this fucking society. If you're a straight black man and you flaunt about that, oh, you hate trans people. Oh, you hate gay men. Oh, you got something against lesbians. How can how is it that you wrong for fighting? How can it how can it be that you get cr- criticized and penalized and you can go to jail for thinking like a natural person how you were naturally born? This is who we naturally are. People make choices every day, B. And we got to make the choice to do better because it's it's getting worse. Worse sir, it's never really been good. And can we please stop all of this? We living in our last days. Shit, don't you think that's what the slaves thought on, thought on the plantation? Don't you think they thought that same shit? Don't you think when the civil rights era was happening, all this Jim Crow and shit, don't, don't you think they meant that they thought the same shit? Why is it that we shoot fear porn at each other when they tearing us down? Niggas still out here trying to be thugs. Man, fuck that shit. Let's get these resources together and get this money. Because we're coming up on a cashless society. So we're going to have to learn these cryptocurrencies and dodge coins or whatever this shit called. All of this shit that's coming along. That's the new wave. And if you're not a part of it or you don't understand it, you're going to get rolled over. And, I, and I'm glad that a lot of black people are starting to get smart financially and make 
financially smart decisions but one thing we got to understand when we start getting financially smart they watching and and there will always be rules and regulations set up against us but that don't mean we have to stop black men we got to start speaking up against this emasculation of us we are not all feminine black women have to stop accepting that shit also First thing a woman do, a black woman do when she get mad at a man, she call him gay. We got to get rid of those false narratives in our community. And that shit started with us. I know niggas don't like to hear that because it's easy to sit up and talk about what white supremacy is done and shit. We can talk about that shit all night. When we walk out the door every day, we should know that. We should be teaching our children that. But we also shouldn't have to worry about our own kind mowing us down in the street like a dog. I say this. I don't want to hear you saying shit about George Floyd, Dante Wright, or nothing if you load your pistol every morning to shoot another black person. If you get on the internet every day to intellectually masturbate, as Fred Hampton would say, with another person. That ain't doing shit. You always talking about stepping on these bitches necks or I'm standing on these niggas necks. Do you know white people used to actually stand on our necks? Do you know they used to actually keep their foot, they whole motherfucking foot on the back of your neck? Think about the shit that we say to each other. Cut that shit out. Just because you go to Miami and be on a nice trip or somewhere overseas don't mean shit. Because guess what? Your resort is probably about 200 miles away from a fucked up place. Maybe not even that far. That's why they tell you not to venture off no motherfucking where. Because the real people of the Bahamas, the real people of Miami, the real people of Hawaii is lurking around that motherfucker somewhere. They working at their resort. And you coming now with your half broke motherfucking ass trying to show out and show your ass in front of these people. Treating them like shit. And they got to work. And they got families. You don't want nobody coming to your job. But it make you feel like you somebody because you can go to these people country and get over overcharged because you're an American to go here. Ain't nothing wrong with traveling. But don't travel just to stun on other people that's just as powerless as you. We got to get off of that. That's how we get caught up in the Asian hate shit. We always riding away. We already wear that shit. I've came up with my own clothing line called key under the mat it will be for soon be for sale very soon i'm wearing a shirt right now because it's not about wearing they shit it's about wearing our shit and yeah i wear a variety of shit but my plan is to wear a lot of my own shit and give it to my people that way we can rock our own shit it can be just as good because that empowers us America has always been 
put against us. If you actually look back at history, get off of TMZ, get off of the Shade Room, get off of Ball Alert, all these other immigrant-owned places that do nothing but show us in a bad fucking light and actually study you some history because you never know where you're going. You don't know where the fuck you came from. Don't wait for them to make a Hollywood movie about some bullshit history. Just to teach it to you. I mean, they got this show out now, which I'm sure a lot of you seen or will see on Amazon called Them. Now, I haven't finished the show. And I'm not going to spoil it for the people who haven't seen it. But the thing that bothers me is every time there's a show about our struggle, it's always a horror thing. Like we scared of white people. When you had a lot of black people during the Jim Crow and the Civil Rights era that was out there putting in work and fighting. Still to this day, you got black people out there that don't mind putting in work. We change that fucking narrative and stay on code with each other. I understand that we're going to have disagreements, arguments, fights, and all that other shit. But we don't have to be out here annihilating each other for nothing. Stop letting these puss-ass rappers be be the voice for us. Them niggas don't know shit. They sit around, pop pills, get high all motherfucking day, and stun on the ground. A lot of their lives ain't about shit. They might as well still be sitting at fucking home. It's the greed. It's the envy. It's the jealousy. All that shit is destructive. And we got to change that. Let's start with looking at Lil Nas X. Somebody screaming for attention because he didn't get the attention he wanted from his people. I'm not going to talk about his mom. Because you got people, mom, who deal with drugs. But you can see that during his life, there's certain love that he didn't get and judgments for being the way that he is. When black people, a lot of us got gay people in our family. And we love them just like we love everybody else. So we can't let them make that narrative. Black women, stop letting it be that the black man is against you, gonna cheat on you and hurt you and shit like that. Then you go get with a white man, then you be just like that. That black chick that was with the football player, he beat you until he he think you dead and eat next to your body, spit on you. But you run around here trying to get you something exotic so your baby can have quote unquote good hair. change that narrative not all black women think that way let's show more black love and there's a lot of black love let's get that shit put on tv a lot more let's us broadcast it and not always broadcast the negative we gotta change the fucking narrative there's nothing wrong with being a straight and strong black man there's nothing wrong with being a straight and strong black woman Because nowadays when you are so-called LGBT, which I think black people should not be a part of, that's just my opinion, because it was started by some pedophile white motherfuckers. Go back and do your research, man, because a lot of them know this. You got all these organizations out here that get the benefits and all that shit and it don't trickle down back to us. So to stop the Asian hate movement is not for us. It's not about us. And you can see that the government is clearly on their side when it comes to that. 
we've been arguing for so long for reparations, but Asians started having trouble. And all of a sudden now, they got laws that protect them. Let's wake up to what's going on. If you out there taking the vaccine, do your thing. Do what you got to do. If you haven't, do what you got to do. Do your research. Don't act like you a scientist all of a sudden. Continue looking and continue learning. And I'm doing the same thing because just like y'all, I'm a student of life. I got Fs on my report card. I didn't do everything right in life. I don't know everything and I'm not perfect. A lot of these come from my perspectives. A lot of these things that I look up and I realize and I want to share with y'all. Go back and look up the relationship between Asians and black people back in the 1800s. You will see how far back their racism goes towards us and how long they've extorted and made money off our community. I appreciate y'all for checking out the show. My shows will become longer. So I really appreciate y'all for sticking around. Uh, We just had real talk today, real topics to talk about. I will be coming back with more stuff. As you know, this show is sponsored by Heavy D's Mobile Laundry. As I said, Heavy D's Mobile Laundry, which I am co-owner of, have the best laundry service in Texas. We're based in Houston, humble, but we go all over all over Houston and the Humble area, certain outside places we go and we plan to venture out into other cities in Texas. We are black owned, we are down home. If you if you go back in history once again and look at how important black people were in the domestic community, we created the washing machine, we created the dryer, we invented dry cleaning. We invented the iron, we invented the ironing board. Because we were using these things. So at Heavy D's Mobile Laundry, we do these things by hand. No big fancy machines. But we do knock out your laundry. We'll knock out your linens if you have an event. If you're a wedding planner, get at us. If you have a football team, basketball team, little league, get at us. If you want to reach us, hit us up on Facebook at... Heavy D's Mobile Laundry. If you're on Instagram, hit us up at Heavy D's ML19. Because we take the load off literally. And we are expanding our business. So we would really appreciate if everybody wanted to support. If you want to support this show, the cash app is dollar sign. Hey, man. Say, man, radio. Hey. Capital H, Main, M A N E, Say, S A Y, Capital S, Main, M A N E, Radio, Capital R. That's the Cash App. If anybody wants to support the show, somebody told me to make one because people might want to support the show, so I'm putting it out there. So if you want to support the show, go to Cash App Me at Heavy D's, I'm sorry, not Heavy D's Mobile Lunch. Hey, Main, Say, Main Radio on cash app hit me up make sure y'all support heavy d's mobile laundry on facebook and instagram thank y'all for continuing to support hey man say man radio i love my fans y'all continue to make this happen so i appreciate that peace